Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I'm Lauren. And I'm Mikey. Hey, episode 99. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. We're yeah, it's cool, right? We're in our yeah. uh we're in our Halloween-y uh October mood. It's actually kind of warm out for October. It feels nice though. Yeah, it does feel really nice. I'm not I'm not complaining, but I'm like, is it usually this warm? Uh, I feel like it's supposed to be a little bit cold. What are we in the the first week of October? Second week? Yeah, so, yeah, like first full week, I guess. Yeah, so it'll probably start really changing in like a week or two. Yeah, that's I'm true. Hoping. When the colors come out, at least it's not like that ninety degree swamp ass weather though. I'm Ugh. I'm really happy about that. So happy! I'm like, thank God! Like, no, we do not need that. Not at all. (laughs) So, yeah, today we're talking Bram Stoker's Dracula from 1992. Dracula. I feel like I should should talk like that. But I can't talk like Gary Oldman because he's literally is like the king of all accents, all people. (laughs) I just just feel like, um, and we'll get into it in a bit, but he is the most amazing portrayal. This is the most amazing portrayal of a Dracula that I think it's pretty good. Yeah. Because everyone is everyone who thinks Dracula and like I said I'm going to talk about it later, but thinks about like the same look and the same accent. I mean, mm-hmm. granted has the accent here, but um it's just it's such a different take on him, you know. It is. And I like the fact that throughout the process this is directed by Francis Ford Coppola, like the director who did like The Godfather and stuff. But um I, I know throughout it, he wanted it to be like atypical Dracula. Like even with the costumes, he was like, I don't want it to feel like something people have seen before because mm-hmm. I wanted to do it differently. So it was super cool. It kind of reminds me of, you know who I wish would do a Dracula story? Hmm. Um, Baz Luhrmann. <gasps> oh, Dude, wouldn't that, that be crazy? I would but love like, it. But like rated R, like it has to be like R. It can't be like too like happy. But I feel like all the visuals and all this like crazy shit would be really cool. The costumes (laughs) would be cool. I know, right? Someone, but I don't want any more remakes. So unless they can figure out a different way to tell it Mm -hmm. or something like that would be cool if they made it a different, a different iteration. But yeah, yeah, I think it'd be so cool if like Baz Luhrmann did. But this was awesome, though. This was amazing. This was uh, written by James V. Hart who I found out wrote the screenplay to Hook, Mary Shelley's, oh. Fran- Mary Shelley's uh, Frankenstein, I can't talk, um, Muppet Treasure Island, and um, <laughs> the the two first original Laura Croft movies. Oh, shit. Yeah. I was like, yes! <laughs> That's so cool. That's interesting that Frankenstein, I think of Frankenstein and Dracula is like the same kind of, I think it was around the same time they were published. I think Frankenstein might have been published earlier. Yeah, and that has, I think that has Julia Roberts, right? I wouldn't know because she's on my list. No, don't I, like her. No. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm not a fan of her movies. I'm, yeah, just yeah. I, and the many list of people of movies that I like do not like. I need to have like once I have a studio, I'll have a little board and then like add people to the list of like. <laughs> movies i won't see just because i don't like the actor or actress like there's a few (laughs) and i and it's like yeah i'll just have like a little check mark and a little like thing and people when people bring it up it'll be really funny but speaking of things that i do like and 
thought was so cool is check out our Patreon because we did an episode on Tammy and the T-Rex, this incredibly silly movie with Denise Richards and Paul Walker in a crop top and a T-Rex and like a gory. Have you seen it? No, not yet. Fuck. It's on Showtime right now. And I think somewhere on Amazon, I think one of those packages where you can watch it with like ads or something. It's Mm. so dumb, but it's really funny. And we also are doing my so-called life every week. So we're up to episode eight now and all of freaks and geeks is on there. Five bucks a month. The link is in the notes and leave us a review on Apple. Five stars. Tell your friends. Cool. Cool. That's it. (laughs) That's I got my, got my spiel done. So wait, so what are your first impressions? Like when did you first see this? I was definitely an adult. So, um, oops. I technologically challenged. Um, I saw this movie a very long time ago. I can't remember what age I was. Um, I read the book in high school. I remember that. Oh, you Uh, did? The two aren't very different, but they have different endings. Um, Oh, okay. uh, Yeah, my my mushy brain can't remember high school much, um, but I know that it's very different. Um, It's honestly been forever since I've seen the, the actual movie and was like really excited when it was on the list. Like it really, oh, yeah. it really puts Dracula in a different light and uh, that I hope people will and those who have seen it understand. Like, I love this re- reiteration so much. Now, you, like, you know, like I love monster movies, right? And the more grotesque, mm-hmm. it, like the better. Um, it's violent, blood soaked, very sexualized, very. I was going to say, were you sexually attracted to Dracula when you first saw it? Like, I, Honestly, was I think so. <laughs> yeah. I was like, how old were really, you? I really think so. Yeah. I, I can't even remember. Um, but it must have been high school because if I was reading the book, I was watching the movie. Um, yeah. but it was very rapey at at parts. <laughs> it was uh, very like non consenty. Yeah, like right. it was very much like, "Hey, I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do." Yeah, I mean, like which I could have done without, but it was visually stunning and just plain bizarre. So I love all that shit, you know. But yeah, under all that, really bizarre. But under all that, like this was a true love story with a horror type um theme on a different level it was um, it was sad yeah oh like i was God, actually yeah. really sad yeah i was like really sad and you could see it in gary Oldman's face like he is a method actor you oh, know yeah totally and, like you could feel or i could feel everything he was feeling you know um i know it's so i can't believe it didn't get nominated for acting oscars like they got a bunch of technical ones yeah like but i can't uh, believe he wasn't nominated for like at least best actor when it, they won like an academy award for sound uh sound costume yeah. yeah like the technical yeah. ones they didn't get the other ones yeah but i appreciate all the themes within the movie like sexuality seduction race and disease to like name a few Mm-hmm. Um, but seeing this today is such a treat like some parts are very slow but totally brings you in with like every every detail and, and gary Oldman, like i said is the perfect dracula in my opinion like all his changes are amazing especially the like iconic red outfit with the victorian that fucking yeah the hair like and it's been I'm like obsessed so with it. um like the the one thing that i can think about is like the simpsons oh yeah you're right mr burns yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah was that one of, that was one of the treehouse treehouse yeah, of horrors tree house, right yeah where yeah. he's like oh, falling on the house <laughs> yeah that's right oh yeah i forgot but like oh my god it's so that that's pretty much my first impression and my well my first impression versus my like nowadays impression if that makes sense mm-hmm so cool. what, are, what are your what's yours Okay, so I've seen this movie, I want to say maybe twice all the way through, 
before I saw it again last night. And before, when I first saw it, I remember seeing it on TV and I caught it like at the last like 30 minutes. And I was like, oh man, this movie looks really cool. But I didn't, you know, follow up or like rent it or whatever. And then I've just seen it like, you know, when it's on like HBO or Mm. whatever, I'm like, I'm like, oh, cool. And I'll watch it in the background. But then I've seen it like twice fully. And I was like, oh, no, no. Like, I, I love that she's almost like Edward Scissorhands, Ramon, uh, right. Ramona, except she just has the dark hair. Like, she doesn't have the blonde hair. Uh, so, but, so it's uh, like if, if Lydia um, and her character from Edward Scissorhands, like, had a baby. <laughs> totally. Totally. <laughs> like, I love it. And I love uh, I love that, like, her accent's really bad, but it's still so sweet. Like, I just... Keanu's. <laughs> Keanu, I mean, yeah. And and I have a behind-the-scenes note about Keanu, but I kind of feel yeah. bad because I think that they wanted uh, more of a heartthrob, and that's why he got cast. And he said at that time, he was just doing so many movies. Like, Point Break just came out. Oh, yeah. And he was just, like, overworked. And he's like, I didn't have the energy. And I think what I've heard a lot from, like, especially Interview with a Vampire, which we did, like, a long time ago, yeah. is that... I think that film is like probably one of my favorite vampire films ever. Hands down. Um, hands down. Right. It's like one of my top ones, like just because the performances of Brad Everybody. Pitt and Tom Cruise <laughs> and Kirsten Dunst and like Banderas, like they all just should win Oscars. Like every He's single so one. Of their, it's all so good. But Brad Pitt had a horrible time on that set because of like shooting at night. Like when yeah. you do a vampire type movie or even like Buffy, that you see like i i'm well we'll get into buffy because me and mikey and charles could probably have a whole buffy mm-hmm. podcast which <laughs> i mean i don't know there's so many episodes like there are so many out there but that show is so great and still holds up all these years later there is a really great dracula episode that i was gonna say like <laughs> it's really funny because i love how dracula everyone kind of knows the touchstones of mm-hmm. Dracula, they know about like mind manipulation. They know about like the sirens, which I wrote Giles. <laughs> like when Keanu gets swallowed in that that bed, I was like, oh yeah. my god, this is like Giles when he fell into that pen oh and all god, those girls right? were like over him. <laughs> um, and then of course he is the guy in the Buffy Dracula was not as hot as Gary Oldman in like gray suit daytime Dracula. No, um, he was. Oh my god! I was like, stop! This is like such an amazing outfit. Like the glasses, like everything about it. Top hat. That's yeah, the fucking top hat. I was like, how are you literally not looking at him? Like, how are you blowing this guy off in the street? Right. But you do have Keanu, but he's not like Johnny Utah at this point. He's like dumbass. He always plays a dumb lawyer. Why do they get Keanu? The, what's that one with Al Pacino where he's the devil oh and God. he's like the lawyer? The devil's advocate. Yeah, like that one. There's another it's movie a, where he's a lawyer doing something in like Florida. It's like uh, kind of older. There's this one. He's a lawyer. He's always, and he's a yeah. lawyer in fucking Point Break. <laughs> or he's supposed to be. That's like his cover. I'm like, why is he always a lawyer? <laughs> but I wrote, yeah, awful accents on Wino. Uh, I just wrote Wino for everything. Wino. Wino and Keanu. And then also they might actually be married because the scene that they filmed they actually used a real priest in LA. I, I <laughs> so did write that. They got married. How cute is that? That they're like, I think we're actually legally married. And they did a movie recently called Destination Wedding, which is so cute. If you haven't seen it, it's really like a really funny rom com where they're mm-hmm. both single at a at a wedding and they kind of like meet up and they like or hate each other, but then they end up like hooking up. But it's really funny. And they did an interview together and they're they asked them about, oh, you guys were in Dracula and 
I heard you guys got married. Like, and he's like, yeah, I think we're like legally married actually. <laughs> and, and then she, he's like, yeah, I had a massive crush on you during the filming. She's like, are you kidding? So did I. And they're like, di- they didn't want to say anything to each other. He also had a massive crush on Sandra Bullock and he's like so shy. Were they dating anybody in real life? Like at the time? Uh, let's look up the timeline between Johnny Depp because Johnny Depp was actually, they wanted Johnny Depp for this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the because the studio wanted a heartthrob, and I was like, oh well, yeah, but they were just in Edward Scissorhands in '90. That's right. So let me see when she broke up. I feel like she might have been dating Johnny Depp at that time because oh, okay. they broke up in like '93. But I could be wrong. Um, they broke up in I should know this '93. So technically, uh, yeah. yeah, they were together. Oh, okay nice sad sad day when they broke up i know (laughs) i heard that her parents just didn't want her to marry him because she was really young Mm. and he's a little bit older than her and i think they were like you're 20 like do you really want to marry someone right now like you know you just kind of got started in the business and and, you know i guess she was you know (laughs) yeah it's true i mean i guess it's better now yeah. Maybe not. Maybe he would still be doing shit if he was married to Winona Ryder yeah. and not like doing God knows what now. Um, cool. <laughs> yeah, those are my first impressions. Oh, this was okay. released November 13th, 92. Yes. So kind of close to where we are now. <laughs> um, so the cast of this is Gary Oldman, Winona Ryder, Anthony Hopkins, Keanu Reeves, Richard E. Grant, Loki. Loki. That's what yeah, I, I just yeah. <laughs> I Loki. He was in the recent Loki TV series. Uh, on Mikey's podcast, we get into that series. It's six episodes. It's amazing. God he love. Portrays, he Loki. portrays old man classic Loki. Yeah, classic Loki. Yeah. Uh, Carrie, is it Elwes? Elwes. Elwes. Yeah. Okay. Um, Billy Campbell, Sadie Frost. Oh, that's where he's from. Billy Campbell. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. Um, Sadie Frost, who used to be married to Jude Law. Yes. And they have like four or five kids. They have like a bunch of kids. And Tom Waits, which is kind of funny. And Monica Bellucci, which I think is kind of cool too. What is she from? I forget. She's in, uh, is it Irreversible or Irreplaceable? It's that Gaspar No film. She used to be Irreversible. That's what it is. She is in that. She used to be with uh, Vincent Castle, who's a French actor. Oh, yeah. Um, she's like a model. She's in one of the Bond movies mm-hmm. with uh, it's called Spectre. Oh uh, yeah, okay. the I one with Daniel Craig. Yeah, she's in that. But I think she was basically a model. I think she's Italian. Oh, okay. she's like super hot. She's like she's like the main girl in like the she's one of Dracula's wives. Mm-hmm. That's what she's credited as. But she's like the main one you kind of see when Keanu's in that bed. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, but it's super cool. Cool. Uh, yeah, so behind the scenes, what do you got? So in no particular order, as I always say, I mean, you all know my shit's always jumbled, but here we go. <laughs> so I only have a little bit. Um, oh, you but, do? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Um, I mean, a lot, but a little bit. Um, Ryder originally brought the script to Coppola's attention. Ryder and Oldman had issues working together because of the weird, like, things apparently Coppola told Oldman to say, like, off screen. Like, to what? Get to get like the girls like scared to like be scared of him. Oh, and little Jared Leto Joker action. Basically, <laughs> little method basically. shit. And so by having Coppola do that for, to Oldman, Oldman almost became like the villain behind the scenes. 
Oh. And they, especially with uh, Ryder, Ryder and him, they became like frenemies, but like they're really best friends in real life. Oh, yeah. I heard that they had kind of a weird relationship filming it. Like he would say like awful things and then like some sexual things I, I, I read. Oh, God. So I was like, okay, I get it, but why go to that extreme? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like you said, why do the Jared Leto thing? But anyway. <laughs> Um, however, like I heard on an interview that he said that like half that shit didn't happen. He's like, they tell me all the time. Yeah. They always say that I like gave Viola Davis like a used condom or whatever the fuck they like say. He's like, it's so not true. (laughs) I was like, is it (laughs) like, it's kind of sounds like you did. Then how else do you explain this really shitty movie that came out? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Release uh... the air cut. But on uh, Gary Oldman's on Gary Oldman's uh, take, he took this role for many reasons. But one reason was to say the line, "I have crossed oceans of time to find you." Oh, I know, isn't that I like the that most line. amazing? Yeah, I def- I think everyone probably writes that that down, and I think I'm going to name the title of. I like yeah, I would love if that's like if I ever get married, I would love if that was my vow. Like that's right? it. <laughs> that's that's it. it. And the fact that it's from Bram Stoker's Dracula, it's like perfect. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah, that's like all you need. Um, Christian Slater was originally offered the role of Harker, uh, Keanu's character. Oh, really? Hmm. No, he couldn't yeah, do that. that. Um, He's too goofy and funny. Yeah. Uh, Liam Neeson was originally offered the role of Van Helsing, which I can't see either. <laughs> no, I can't see that either. I also wrote, did you ever see that movie? Van Helsing from 2004. Oh, with um, Wolverine, uh, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah. And Beckinsale, right? Isn't she in it? Yes. Yeah. Um, I remember I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> There's a TV and, show, too, called Van uh, Yeah, with a girl. Mm-hmm. That's Van Helsing, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was funny, though, because watching this movie and Anthony Hopkins being Van Helsing... All I could think about because we're like recently watched it and everything was Odin from uh, narrating Thor. Yeah, I know. Right? And also, hello, Clarice. Exactly. Because <laughs> he just did that. Like, he just did Down to the Lambs like, right before. Oh, it. yeah. And it was funny because last night I was watching a YouTube video of uh, behind the scenes and it was Anthony Hopkins dancing with Renona Ryder. And I was like, oh, so she's dancing with the doctor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wrote dancing with Hannibal Lecter. Yes. <laughs> Hello, Clarice. Um, but then what, did I, what else did I say? Oh, they won um, Best Academy Awards for costume design, sound effects, and makeup. Like, I mean, the as costume, they should. The costumes are amazing. This scenery is amazing. It was all basically like 90% on soundstage. I know. Isn't that crazy? That's insane. That's cool, though. It's like a play. Yeah. It's like they're like oh, filming a play or something. Totally. Yeah, it's really cool. But I do appreciate, and I, I put this in the fashion note, but I'm, I'm going to talk about it now, is like the, I appreciate any movie that takes place in London, especially when they make it, it still has that dankness, dark and dankness of London, but it's also beautiful. Mm-hmm. And just the, the one scene where he like meets Mina you know, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, like outside, um, like outside. It's just so pretty. It's so cool. It's so beautiful. And like the only two, I mean, there's, there's a lot of movies, um, obviously like that take place in London, but the two that do it really, really well is like my fair lady and Sweeney Todd. Oh God, Sweeney Todd. Yeah. 
I, I another it. show that does it really well a really well great whatever that you would really like i think you started is penny dreadful oh yeah it's an incredible show and that takes place in london like late 1800s mm-hmm. that's right and it's really yeah. cool like yeah and it's got josh hartnett and he's super hot so i mean yes it's great <laughs> van helsing is in that too uh oh. van helsing is in that uh frankenstein is in there it's all like old that's why I think you really like it because they're vampire. It's like all different monsters. They're all like the old gothic tales used to be called Penny Dreadfuls. Like yes. the, mm-hmm. and they have like Patty Lapone plays this incredible character. So does um Helen McCrory. Mm-hmm. Um, she's in Peaky Blinders. Uh, yeah, it's like that's such a great show. If anyone likes like gothic horror and kind of storytelling, and Ava Green is incredible in yeah. it. Like she's so so good. So yeah, it's another one that's really good. She would be good in this movie. Yeah, I Ava Green. Like she very much reminds me of Winona Ryder, but a little bit different. But what did, what did I see a rumor about Ava Green lately? Oh, that Johnny Depp and Ava Green should be the new Gomez and Morticia. <laughs> oh, weren't they in a movie together? Yeah, weren't they in a, a, a Burton movie? Type movie. Um, yeah, oh, that like Dark funny. Shadows. That's a. It was bad. It was bad. It like wasn't good, right? Yeah. No, I had high hope for it because it's based on a book series. Yeah, wasn't that supposed to be like a series? Mm-hmm. Like if it did well, then it would be a series. Yeah. Like the CGI effects were cool, but the storyline just sucked. That was Burton? Mm-hmm. And wasn't Ava Green in Lemony Snickets? Or no, she was uh, in that like Mrs. Peregrine's yes, house that was for like good. Yeah, she was in that. That, that. Yeah. was really good. And that's supposed to have two more, at least two more movies at some point. And Lemony Snickets? Who was in that? Wasn't there like a woman? Neil Patrick Harris is in the TV show. Well, Jim um, Carrey's in the movie, right? He's in the movie, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I thought she was in that, but no, it's that Peregrine's one. That's the one she's yeah. in. Yeah. Oh, such a good movie. If anyone wants to, wants to watch a really good, bizarre movie, then that's it. <laughs> oh, cool. All right. Yeah. That's but uh, cool. that's, that's, that's my behind the scenes. Oh, nice. All right. Well, as always, let's get to the monies. The budget was $40 million. That's it i thought this thing was like 200 million dollar budget yeah it just seemed like they got a lot out of that 40 million um box office 215.8 so they fucking killed it Mm -hmm. i mean what a stellar cast the trailer is also pretty cool yeah yeah so i I can see why people wanted to go see it rotten tomatoes 75 percent audience score of 79 percent which is kind of rare when the audience is like higher true it's kind of rare it's cool um or no actually just kidding it's the other way that's rarer when the rotten tomatoes is like super low or no the other way around is it's like super high and the audience is like what the fuck this is awful mm. it's usually like the audience likes it more than the critics um imdb has a 7.4 out of 10 so that's pretty good Mm-hmm. Uh, as I mentioned that Keanu wasn't happy with his performance just because he was so overworked I mean he was the guy he was like the younger version of like Tom Cruise in the early 90s yeah. like he was like the action-y guy like he was doing a lot of stunts he did tons in Point Break so he was kind of known for he does a lot of, of his own stunts now too he does more like martial arts after The Matrix mm-hmm. um, but yeah he does like he, he was kind of that guy and this film was just i think it's not that like he said he was not happy with his performance i feel like it's not that he did a bad job I, this movie just wasn't for him you know what i mean like i feel like i guess he probably did as good as he could but i just wouldn't cast him for this it's just it's just not him i, I don't mm-hmm. think i don't think period films are very keanu 
I, I feel like Johnny Depp can pull off that like multiple time. It's actually, I no, I take that back. Johnny Depp has a really hard time pulling off current day stuff. Like yeah. if you see him, like he did that one movie where he was a professor, which is kind of cool, but he's always in a costume in a different time period. So I think you just see Johnny Depp in like a fantasy world or he plays these characters, scissor hands, like, oh, you yeah. know what I mean? So like Keanu always plays like a real dude who gets like kind of caught into like some situation like the lawyer thing or like oh. the FBI agent and like, you know, Neo is like science fiction, but he's never like a period thing where it's all about like the acting and the, you know, drama of it. But I thought he did pretty good. They wanted that to be the draw for girls yeah. to go see it. So I get, you know, I get it, get why they did that. Um, also, did I tell you that Winona often texts Keanu Reeves now and says, hi, husband. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I thought that was really cute. I was like, oh, there's still time. <laughs> right. I love them. Uh, Gary Oldman hired a singing coach in order to drop his voice down an octave in order saw, to play Dracula. I a video about that last night. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. He's a really good singer, actually. He's a good everything. Like, he does every accent. When he did that Churchill one. Oh, yeah. I mean, so crazy. My favorite accent of Gary Oldman forever and always will be in The Fifth Element. Yes. Because he's like this weird Southern. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, it's so funny and weird. He's also really good in uh, Leon the Professional. I, I mean, he's a... Oh, you haven't seen that yet? Not yet. Oh, wow. I only listened to your uh, podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to say, listen to the episode out there. We did uh, Beyond the Professional. Uh, Yeah, so I thought it was really cool. And apparently the scene where he has to, like, lick the blood off of Keanu's razor, which I found, like, extremely erotic in a strange way. Um, He said he was drunk during that scene Uh to, to film it, and they filmed it, like, after midnight to add to the, like, the like sexiness of it all, I oh, guess, that, uh, which I thought was kind of funny. We must be fucked up if we found that hot. <laughs> I know, right? That's why I was like, were you attracted to Dracula or was it just me? But then like yeah. I told you in the text message yesterday, text mm-hmm. message, I'm fucking like 85. Why did I say text <laughs> message? Um, like I told you uh, yesterday, I was like, vampires are the only ones who get away with being like the explicit sexual demon. Yep. Like everything else is not really ranked on like their eroticism, but vampires are always the top because they always bite people in the neck. They never bite them like, uh, you know, on their leg or like somewhere else. That's just like not as hot. And werewolves are close second because well, usually that equates it too. And it's funny because he was a werewolf in this movie too. Yeah. He's like serious black. Oh, also Gary Oldman. <laughs> yep. <laughs> serious black actually does remind me a bit of Dracula, like daytime Dracula. Really? Because he has like the, like his hair is longer brown, but Gary Oldman's like kind of hot. I like, yeah, yeah. have like a thing for Gary Oldman and fucking dark Knight. Like if you look up everything he's in, he's literally in everything. Who is he in the dark Knight? He's fucking Commissioner Gordon. Oh, that's right. Duh. In like all the Batmans. Yeah, like he's in everything. He's almost like Willem Dafoe. How you always think Willem Dafoe is like not in anything, but then when you sit back, you're like, oh, wait, he's in that. He's in that. He's supposed to reprise his role as Green Goblin in the new uh, Spider-Man. That fucking trailer for that new Spider-Man looks insane. Oh, my God. Like, oh, I can't I can't spoil it, but we saw Venom 2 the other day. Oh, that's right. When I heard it's 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 worth watching, right? Yep. Yep. It's not amazing, but it's really good and there's a surprise at the end. I heard it's funny. Yeah, it's really like, funny. Like like Tom Hardy does like oh. a re- incredible job. 
so funny. Like Tom I was doing Hardy, that voice. Tom Hardy, Hardy, and Woody Harrelson like have so much good chemistry. Dude, Woody Harrelson got into a fight here the other day. What? Where? <laughs> he's in town filming a movie. Oh, no um, so he's been around like DC and stuff. He it's on the it's on the news. Uh, I heard on the radio. Apparently, he was at the Watergate where he's staying. And he was yep. with his daughter, I think. And some guy like was drunk and came up to him and like wanted a picture. And he said no. He was like, oh, no thanks. I'm just like having dinner with my daughter or whatever. And then the guy came over and the guy like kept coming over. The guy came over and tried to punch him in the throat. And and Woody Harrelson like punched him out. for It was like self-defense because the guy like raised a fist to him. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, don't mess with fucking Mickey. No, no. Mickey Knox. <laughs> right. <laughs> like not at all so you said it's good so venom is good yeah totally worth it cool and stephen graham was he really good in it do you know him which one was that he's short he's english i think he might have been a detective in it i can't remember now who's the bad guy who's like who plays the villain oh woody harrelson that's right woody harrelson. Yeah, yeah yeah i think he's a He's in the movie. Stephen Graham is in the movie. Hold on, I'm going to look it up and find out what his character name is now. Because I love Stephen Graham, and he works a lot with Tom Hardy. He was in... What was he in? He was in, like, a lot of shit. Let's see. What's his character name? Oh, it doesn't say. Come on. And is... What's her name in it? Michelle Williams? Michelle Williams, yeah. He plays... Oh, yeah, Detective Mulligan. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, he was English. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah, I'm excited, actually. I really want to see that. Okay. Uh, yeah, cool. Um, the only optical illusion in the whole film is that blue flame, like, in the beginning, you know, when yeah. they, like, go over. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is really cool why there's not a lot of CGI in it, which I think is so awesome. Yeah. Have you seen any how they did the, like, the fast motion? Was that just, like, on a track? Like when, it was just on a track, yeah. Yeah, like, when he would, like, scoot up. It always scares <laughs> me when people do that. Oh, yeah. Like, scoot up really fast. Um, just like with uh, Lucy. <laughs> yeah, right? And those weird shadows. That poor girl, because I also read that Lucy, in that one scene where she's carrying the little child, scared the shit out of the child, and the character yeah. of the uh, actress who played Lucy, she had to like break out a character and be like consoling the child. Oh my I, god! Is like, where is the child now, and is she still scarred? Fuck yeah! It's like that poltergeist shit. Yeah, or like Exorcist, <laughs> like that girl. Yeah, is she still around? Was it Linda Blair? Is she the yeah, Linda girl. Around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. Know what she's doing, but um, yeah. <sighs> Creepy. Mm-mm. Um. The earnings from this Dracula film actually saved Coppola's like movie studio from bankruptcy. Cause this was just like so huge, I guess. I actually yeah. remember when this was out, like vaguely. And we were oh, really yeah. young, but yeah, I vaguely I mean, remember. I was in the theater. That's funny. I remember seeing like the ad. I remember seeing like Bram Stoker's Dracula. I remember like the logo. I kinda remember seeing it places. I'm just not yeah. sure where, but I remember being like, well, I was really young, I was like nine. So I wasn't going to go see it, but I just remember seeing like, oh, Dracula. Like I knew what Dracula was. He's one of those people that you kind of know when you're young. He's one of those like Frankenstein. He's one of like the first kind of monsters that you hear about. 
yeah when you're a kid he's like super familiar like oh yeah vampire but in this one he's not explicitly called is he ever called a vampire it's like um, he has a blood disease well like, I, that's know, what they I, know that the, I know that there's the book and it says vampire i don't think anyone actually vocalizes the word yeah they don't say like he's a vampire yeah and why do people want to live forever I mean, I don't know why that's like a thing that people want. I guess they're just afraid to die, but I don't want to live forever. Ask what's her name from Death Becomes Her. <laughs> Damn, Lorena. <laughs> oh, shit. That, that shit. Thought we need to. Oh, God, we need to do that one. There's so many things. Like, I'm glad there's a big list because there's a, there are a lot of weeks. So I, I love that movie so much. It's so funny. I was like, that one should have been like a campy uh, Halloween one. Right. It's so funny. Um, Steve Buscemi was actually the first choice to play Renfield. No way. Which I find really funny. I did not see that anywhere. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, right? It was really I funny. I can totally see that. <laughs> I, yeah, I can actually see that. Yeah. Because this is Steve Buscemi in like 92. This was during like Airheads time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So like I can totally see that. It's just so funny. Um, oh, God. Airheads. Yeah, I have to do that one, too. That would be awesome. There's so many. Cool. All right. Well, that's all I got for behind the scenes. Okay. Um, I also have this one little scene where it said that Coppola throughout the filming wanted it to feel like an erotic dream. Mm. Mission accomplished, dude. <laughs> Definitely that's accomplished. That's what it sounds like. An erotic nightmare uh, fantasy. Right? Blood Welcome soap. to Cradle Bay. Welcome to right? nightmare. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> fucking love disturbing behavior like i found this really great clip of james marsden and katie holmes doing press for it and katie holmes has like a cup of coffee in her hand the whole time and i was like yes (laughs) (laughs) she's so cool i need to post it on instagram uh so fashion what do you got fashion okay i've got got the whole movie i've got a little bit and i've got a lot um but like i said earlier like the iconic red outfit with the hair and the like it almost looks like two horns on his head Um, it's like a beehive it's like yeah, totally like a, a weird ass beehive. Beehive, yeah. And that train is just oh, to die for. The drama, <laughs> the like dr- the drag of it all. I don't <laughs> like, know why you're gagging. She should bring it to you every Dracula movie, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, um, <laughs> Dracula is a fucking drama queen, and doesn't don't they say that in, um, don't they say that in Buffy? I think so. Like, they're just like, oh, he's like a, he's, oh no, I'm <laughs> just kidding. Uh, Iron Man says this about Loki. Oh, <laughs> right. He's a full-tell diva. Like, he's totally gonna have everything, like, laid out for him. He probably would put it somewhere, you know, dumb, like having your name on the side of a, uh-oh. <laughs> he, like, but, goes um, to Dark Tower. But little side note, side note that I wrote that I was like Emperor Pal- Palpatine in a Cantonera outfit. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, totally. Just let that soak in. <laughs> That's so true, though. Right. Um, but then I also uh, the Red Wolf soldier uniform and headpiece, like the oh, very the first outfit that you see. I, it's just I need ten of those in like every color. Right. They're so like, cool. <laughs> Yeah. And then uh, what else did I say? I said Dracula's look in the street scene that we were talking about earlier. The classic Dracula, like in many depictions, like the top hat, the small round sunglasses, the long coat, the long hair. I mean, that is the one thing I think I found in this that even though I said this is a different depiction of Dracula, Mm -hmm. there was that one depiction that 
seems like it is a bit overused, but in this, it still worked. Does that make sense? Oh, the one, the top hat look, the gray? Yeah, the top hat look, yeah. Is that like, is that a look that people do? Oh, yeah. Like other um, Draculas have done? In in other movies, I can't pinpoint them at the moment. I, I saw a list, but I forgot to write it down. Um, But yeah. I'm looking I mean, up look. Google images at the moment of like other Draculas. Ugh, they're creepy. Especially in like old English time. Yeah, yeah. Um, then I also said like Renona Ryder's mint pastel outfit thingy with the matching. Oh, I know. Oh. I don't know what you call that, like petticoat. I think so. Petticoat. No, petticoat's like the the thing that goes under the dress. Oh, right. Okay. It's not like over it. Yeah. I don't know what it's it was, called. Out of out of all the outfits that she wore, because I mean, her favorite color is green, or they put her in a lot of green, and I don't know if there's they a do. Yeah, that. they do put her in green. Like, I don't know if there's a meaning, but um, because there was, and I didn't write this down, but as I'm thinking about it, the very first outfit she has reminded me of, um, what's, what's the Princess Fiona's outfit in Shrek? <laughs> oh my God. I was like, oh, oh no. Best outfit, but okay. Or the best comparison, but that's, a, that's the only <laughs> thing. <laughs> but I mean. Oh, there was a Dracula and Penny Dreadful too. Oh, was there? I just remembered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, yeah, yeah. I just remembered. Oh, nice. But yeah, I mean, like you could see where the money went to. I mean, the money went to the costumes. It went to yeah. The um, yeah. Especially when you're doing something that's so fantasy based, yeah. the costumes are so important. Like if you're doing a different time period, if you're doing a fantasy story, like that's what really takes everything there. You can build a set. But if they don't look the part or if it's like haphazard. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. But that's all I have for fashion. Um, what do you have? Cool. All right. Well, so the costume director is Aiko Ishioka. I'm sure I don't know how to pronounce the name, but it's a costume designer. They were originally hired to do like set design and production and then... Francis Ford Coppola saw like how amazing they were at costumes and was like, I want you to do the <laughs> the costumes for it. And then his major note was let's not do formula. And he told them to keep bringing him weird. Like that's what he's told the costume team. Like oh, I want yeah. more weird. Yeah. Like bring me weird. No formula. The hair and makeup artist who is Michelle, Michelle Burke, said, like, I didn't want to do any typical styling with Dracula. No widow's peak and no, like, pale white skin, like, normal. So, apparently, she used her Catholic upbringing and used, like, angel imagery mm-hmm. for, like, design inspiration because sometimes, like, he doesn't look as sinister. Like, he does, but he doesn't look like how when he had, like, the widow's peak and the black hair, like, you usually see him. Yeah. He never has like white hair and like that crazy braid and like looking like Beyonce in formation. <laughs> like literally. I was like, this is something that one of the people on Drag Race should do. They should do like a fucking Dracula theme with a braid. Oh, with be- the big like beehive and the braid. Yeah. It'd be so cool. Um, I wrote Dracula's armor in the beginning. Holy shit. Uh, what I love about it is it looks kind of like muscle mm-hmm. from the body. You know, when you see those like anatomical posters that show the muscle. Yeah. That, that's kind of like what it looks like, which I thought was really cool. I wrote purple shades, OMG, red silk robe and train, OMG. Um, I do like Mina's dresses are all silk and like kind of light colors. 
in the yeah. beginning and then they get darker. I love that red dress she has when she's dancing with him. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh god. She looks great in red though, with like that black hair. Oh, and then Very Lucy, like, Lucy's like wedding death dress thing. Yeah, I wrote Lucy's the white dress, the tears, yeah. the lace, the ruffles, like fucking everything. And the red hair mm-hmm. looks so cool on her. I thought it was so great. And then I wrote Keanu's outfits were a little boring for me. They were just like what you would wear. The only thing on him that I liked was the end scene, the fur coat. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, like not fully fur, but it was like fur on the like the trim, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. like the fucking coat that Brad Pitt has. He has that fur coat in Interview with the Vampire, yes. <laughs> full length. Oh yeah. my god! I mean, I I don't like fur. I don't like wear yeah. fur, but but like, jeez, it looks so good. I, mean, I have faux fur stuff, but yeah, yeah. God, it just looked great. I'm just thinking of Brad Pitt. <laughs> uh, I was like, oh. Yeah, I guess that's kind of all I have for for costumes. I mean, it's very self-explanatory. This film is like visually just yeah, everything. but I mean, it's it's super important to talk about just because it's 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 amazing and especially for uh, what ninety two, right? Um, yeah, they just pulled out all the stops for this movie. They really it did. Made it made it uh, well, not to be funny, but like a monster of a movie. I mean, it's just with everything, all, all the components. <laughs> block law. Yeah, it's cool. I also love that one of my um one of my quotes that I wrote was like it was not really a quote, but I like that he like ends the letter your friend D. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. it's, I was like, what? I was like, that's weird. <laughs> it's so weird that he like signs it that way. It's funny. Um, so music. Do you have anything for music? The only thing that okay, so I loved the score. The score fit the movie perfectly. The only actual song that followed the movie, and it wasn't in the movie, but it was, you know how like every movie, especially back in the 90s, had like one song? Yeah, that was like um, a music video. It was like based around it. Yeah. So there was a music video and uh, I can't remember the woman's name, but it's called Love Song for a Vampire. Um, oh. Uh, shit. What is her name? Um, we're super prepared here folks i know right fucking fucking abc news all all day all night (laughs) i'm looking now on imdb for soundtracks oh okay it is called oh annie lennox (laughs) annie lennox (laughs) that's shameful i need to like i need to like somehow Uh, clip that out so we don't like act like we didn't know annie lennox's name it's embarrassing that's so embarrassing but yeah no i mean it's it's fucking amazing the video that they made with her singing in it with the clips of the movie is just phenomenal. But that's all I have. I mean, I have the name was whoa. I don't know how to say it. Like Wojciech Kilar is actually the, um, is the composer. Yeah. The score. And I wrote same thing. Love the score. And, uh, I most literally exactly remembered it from horror story. Mm. um because it's in murder house uh the famous score of like it's like these rising strings kind of uh, yeah and it's in specifically charles montgomery's story in murder house that's when you hear it um so he's the first owner of murder house if you're an american horror story nut mm-hmm. then you'll know if you're not then you probably won't know but yeah they also i think use scores from like psycho and some other some other films that are in horror story too. Have you seen the new? I haven't seen this week's. Yeah, we just saw it last night. How how is it shaping up? 
it's it's, it's good. Okay. It's, uh, I mean, without ruining it, it's you know, I mean, obviously this season is called Double Feature. The first one was Red Tide. Red Tide. This one is uh, I can't remember the title, but um, it starts in black and white. Death Valley. Death Valley, and it's all yeah. about aliens in Texas um, around the JFK era. Yeah, because it's like, isn't it Eisenhower? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and conspiracy theories and shit like that. So it's really cool. Sarah Paulson is in it. As yeah, of course. Eisenhower's wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mamie, I think. Yeah. Is it Mamie? Um, yeah. The girl that um, is the doctor in the first part. or Oh, yeah. Angelica. Candy Pose. Yeah. Um, she's in, in the second part as well. Oh, cool. Yeah. So it's, it, it's interesting. It's slow, but it's cool at the same time. I know. It's just started. Yeah. It's just the second episode of like, yeah, it's like half and half seasons. I wish Red Tide was a little longer. Yeah. I think we talked about that before. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we'll see was, what it, happens. It was still cool. It was still good. And like, spoiler alert, like, you know, that kid was like trouble from the get go. So, you know. Yeah. Well, totally. They're, yeah. They're awful. They always are. Yeah, like literally, the kids are always the demons in yeah. the story. Like that's kind of like the rule of thumb yeah. is that they're totally demons. Yeah, <laughs> cool. All right. So, what are your favorite standout scenes and and or quotes? Okay, so um, my first one is honestly like the opening scene is one of my faves. Honestly, like first off, you know. know the drama. Yeah, there's so much. You know, like first off, you know when there is a stone sculpture of a cross that breaks. You are in for not just a religious movie, but a fucked up religious movie at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, also, when someone yells out, I renounce God and stab a statue of another cross and it bleeds. That's a big no, no. And well, girl, you're in trouble. <laughs> you in danger, girl. <laughs> you know, you're in for a ride, though. But like, I, dig- I digress. Like, I love the use of light and shadow, especially with like the battle scene. It's so- Oh, yeah. It's like the what are they called? They're called something when people used to go to those like shadow puppets. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. So like people used to go like to those that, yeah. Yeah, back in the day. And um, I mean, like we keep talking about like Dracula's armor is amazing and I need it in like every color. Um, this scene just tone, you know, like it's not going to be what, like I said earlier, like what we perceive as a Dracula telling. Um, and then I love the, the narration that bounces from Anthony Hopkins, Renona and Keanu. Keanu. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, I'm I'm getting a little off topic, but that's like my very first favorite scene. Um, oh, I is like, it? Yeah, I I honestly like it. I mean, there are a lot of favorite scenes, but it's like it really sets the tone and it draws the audience in. You know, that's true. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I like the asylum scene with the bug dude. I'm just gonna. Oh, yeah. I can't remember his name at the moment. Uh, isn't it Tom Waits? Yeah. Isn't it Renfield? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I love him because he's just like master. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's so funny. He's like uh, Xander, right? Yeah. Totally. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I have a question. I have a question about the the asylum scene. So they're not very long, right? And there's like two or three no. of them throughout the movie. But what is up with the guys that it, they look like they work there, but they, they have, have the thing on their heads? Yeah. The thing and from fucking 13 Ghosts. I was just going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like the fucking jackal in 13 right? Ghosts, right? But what What is that for? Like, if they're working there, they're not the danger 
Bris. I have no idea. Yeah, I, I noticed that too. I the thing is, I could think why you'd be in the actual asylum with that right. because you could like uh-huh. gnaw off your like leg or something. But right. but yeah, I I saw that too when they were like. I first I thought they were patients, and then I was right. like, no, wait, they they're bees. like corralling <laughs> the guys. Yeah, yeah I mean, I guess it's, so, like, oh, it's really weird. weird. No one like claws at their faces. I don't know. Um, yeah i don't know maybe maybe so no one like spits at them or like but still that looks so uncomfortable yeah, <laughs> to wear that for your whole ship weighing down their heads too yeah i was like <laughs> what the fuck um but my uh my last scene actually was i love the scene shortly after um kiana's character gets to the castle uh to dracula's castle and like they're talking at the table and dracula says to kiano your firm writes most highly of your talents they say you are a man of good taste. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then he just like laughs. <laughs> I know. I can't believe that he actually I that was one of my notes was like, so right when he gets to the castle, he gets dinner. Why does he trust this guy? Like, why is he eating anything there? Well, yeah. Okay. So then I have this other random question, right? And I don't think it's ever explained unless I miss something. Um, why is Dracula buying all these properties? Okay, this was on IMDb, and they said that what happened, what the they never actually answered this in the movie, but what the actual story is, is that he's bought all these different houses in London in different places, because Dra- the lore is that Dracula needs dirt from his home, like from Transylvania, so when he's not out in the, in the world in daytime, it like sucks his energy in order to regain his energy to like almost like go into a coffin. This also has to do with the strain. Because remember oh. how they had that big thing of dirt? Oh, like it has to yes. be specific dirt from Transylvania. So he has little piles of dirt in all of these houses. So if he's somewhere and he can't get all the way back to Transylvania because it's like how, you know, on a bow and then a fucking train and stuff, it's like he can still like, you know, recharge in different places. That's what it's supposed to be. But they never actually explain this in the movie, though. God, But that's why. So he can kind of like be in multiple places and not have to worry about getting all the way back. Like he can just go like rest and recharge here and like I have a place over across town, like a safe house. But like for him, I guess. Interesting. Okay. No, thank you for. Yeah, that's what it said on IMDb. That makes sense because he needs to have this dirt everywhere. So that makes sense why he would. But that's all I have. I mean, I don't I, I unfortunately didn't write a lot of quotes. Oh, I have like almost around the same. Uh, I wrote as soon as the show starts or the movie starts, the drama, Elizabetta, like throwing herself off the balcony because she finds out that she thinks that he committed, not committed suicide, thinks he died in the battle and they like told him Mm -hmm. the wrong thing or told her the wrong thing and she commits suicide. And at that moment, I was like, oh, when he finds her. Oh, I know. And he's just like, no, oh my God, no. I was like, oh my God, it's so sad. Um, the crucifix scene was one of my top ones. Yeah, just the bleeding statues. I like know. after he That's stabs the crucifix, that was an excessive amount of blood. <laughs> they used red jelly for the blood, by the way. That's funny. I heard. Yeah, That's blood funny. is also expensive. I've heard. Yes. In uh, in different things too, which I was like in like movies and stuff, which is kind of funny. Um, and then I said that train ride to fucking hell. Like that when you awesome. see his eyes in the clouds and it's like red everywhere, it's like Mordor. It's like yeah. it's like in this train, all like calm and everything. I was like, dude, this is nuts. I also love the way you get there. It reminds me of uh, Wizard of Oz. 
Yeah. When they go into like the the Wicked Witch's like area, like castle. Oh, and they're like there and they have that like, yeah, they have the like little the road and then someone has to wait. And then it's like that weird crow thing was like, he's like, hey, are, are we far? <laughs> the driver's like some weird thing. It's like so many different films. Yeah, I've done stuff like that. Well, that was so really the cool. driver was Dracula too. Was it? Yeah. Oh, as that weird bird thing? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. He can yeah. like shapeshift. And really, really fast too. Yeah. I like want to be Dracula. Like right. I want to be able to shapeshift and have like a weird shadow, like <laughs> like creeping into people's houses and like being all sketchy and shit, <laughs> <laughs> and then just being like eight hundred years old or like four hundred. At least like four hundred years old, <laughs> and just like chill in my big house with yep. like all these like random like outfits and just like cool shit. And no one you really bothers you. You have these like random women in your basement that have orgies with like men. <laughs> yeah, I would totally have a bunch of dudes. So you want to hang Gaga? What? I said you want to be like Lady Gaga. The oh yeah, she was very hotel. Dracula in Hotel. Yeah, she was. She did have an outfit that was like a big red. I loved it. Like thing, yeah, it was like a big red cape or dress or something that was very Dracula. Hmm gaga whatever. she needs to come back <laughs> to horror story yes, please no, no yeah i at first, at first i didn't like the thought of it but then she grew on me it's only because she was playing herself basically like i don't think she could pull a paulson where she's playing like oh, yeah, someone no. completely different that you're like oh wow i think it's because she's she can't do much no sarah but play herself literally like a chameleon and Give her the Emmys for everything. everything. I mean, everything. She has to win it for Linda Tripp this year. Even freaking Linda Tripp, she is fucking very. Oh my! It's God. crazy. Like she has to win it this year. Yeah, I like don't see that. Like every year, she just needs to win the Emmys. <laughs> She's gonna win it for something. She's gonna win it for. She should win it for Horror Story too, for yeah. the new Horror <laughs> Story. Yeah, it's like crazy. Yeah. Um. I wrote, yeah, Keanu and the sirens on the bed, like Giles. <laughs> That's what I wrote, which is really cool. Right. And um, I also love the whole like weird werewolf garden nighttime sex scene. The rapey scene. <laughs> the like kind of weird rapey scene where she, oh where she's like, she, don't see me. <laughs> yeah, she comes. I think Winona like comes outside. She's like, what's going on? Is someone being hurt? I love how all these women just have like these insane orgasm noises, and they're all like, someone's being hurt. <laughs> right? Like, no, they're not. I was like, what do you? Like, but I guess the, bitch. <laughs> well, they don't because the eighteen hundreds. I know. Or like, yeah, I like know. women. I couldn't do anything, which is actually kind of cool that Sadie Frost or Lucy was like kind of against the grain. And yeah. she was kind of trying to tell Mina, like, look, you know, they're trying to keep us down, but like, you know, fuck that. Even though I have like hot dudes coming here trying to marry me, but I'll still like, like what I want. <laughs> we had like what three guys? Yeah, like, Carriolas or Carriolas. Come mm-hmm. on. Like he was everyone's crush. Yeah. From oh, Princess Bride. Yeah. Like, it was insane. I remember when he had that uh, mask on and they took it off. Everyone's like, what? Right. <laughs> like, he's so hot. Um, I wrote, yeah, when Lucy changes, I think it's kind of cool. I actually like their changing sequences. I do, sequences. too. Uh, 
today I was, I got up in the morning and I put the TV on and the, the movie Cursed was on, <laughs> which somebody, somebody asked to do for us to do it, which I put it on the list for next year because we need things to do next year. Yeah. But, um, and we already did like a werewolf movie with ginger snaps, but yeah. I was like, uh, yeah, the curse is like, does Christina Ricci have like a wig on in that movie? Cause her forehead looks massive. Her forehead. And that's is not her. Nice. No, but it looks bigger. It's not that big. And her hair looks really thin and it's like weird. It looks like a lot different than it does. So I, know like, that, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's, that's a really good question, but I'm I'm guessing as she becomes older, not that she's old, old by any means, but. But that was 05. That was a long time ago. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder. It didn't look super fake, but I could see where you think that. Yeah, right? Like, it looked like it was more pronounced. Yeah. When she usually doesn't have it that pronounced. But maybe because she has bangs a lot. Maybe that's why I'm, like, confusing. But even, even as a kid, when she was Wednesday, she had a fucking big-ass forehead. Yeah, she does have kind no. of a big forehead, yeah. I mean, she's pretty, and she's a great oh, she's actor. She's gorgeous. I love her. Mm-hmm. She's in the new Matrix. Yes. Is she? Yep. Mm-hmm. And she's in this new show called Yellow Jackets that's coming out, which I think she's filming right now. And it mm-hmm. looks really cool. It's about, like, a bunch of, like, high school girls or soccer players, and they are, like unlucky survivors in this plane crash in like uh, Canada, but something sinister happened. It's like a horror show. It has uh, Juliette Lewis and Christina Ricci and it's coming out in November, November 15th. Yeah. So it looks kind of cool. So I'm excited for that. Um, Let's see. What else do I have? I have, Oh, those visions when you see Dracula, like his like his visions of what he's seeing when you're kind of yeah. in his point of view, mm-hmm. they remind me, or I guess I should say Fincher probably used this style later on because that whole sequence, it looks very much like Fight Club and like Seven, like what David okay. Fincher does with those mm-hmm. like fast cuts yeah, and like really trippy like drawings laid over film mm-hmm. and kind of in this weird staccato. I love those transitions. I think they're so cool. Like um, yeah. When you can see, like, yeah, like through his eyes and see what he's doing. Um, another really cool POV was in fucking the original Halloween, where you were like in Michael Myers' head. Like that was like like brand new sockets. Yeah, like that was so cool. Like that made it really brand new with that too. We should do like the original Halloween. Just I'm down for Patreon or something. Yeah, it's it's so good. Um, I also like that scene of Dracula and Mina dancing. Yeah. Like, I love that. I think it's so, so fucking cool. And then I wrote, Mina turning and freaking out on the trip back to Dee's castle. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty cool. I actually like the end where, like, you find out he has, like, a whole crew of, like, like gypsies, I think, yeah. mm-hmm. that, that they call them. I think now we call them Romani. Like, we don't use that anymore, but that's what oh, they call yeah. them, like, in the, in the film. And they're, like, his personal kind of army that, like, tries to get him back to the castle when they're, like, racing back. And he's in that, like, dirt box, which I thought was really cool. And the whole end scene where he's, like, stabbed like after beating this, like the sunset back to the castle, like on the front steps. And it feels very Shakespearean, like the way he's like laying out. It feels like a play, you know, it feels like a very like third act, like final situation. (laughs) It's really fucking cool. His outfit there, that long, like gold, like yeah, yeah. the gold Pope looking outfit. It looks so fucking cool. I actually did read that. Um, Coppola actually went to George Lucas for advice about how to end the film. 
and oh he really like, yeah he was like oh you should um you should have mina cut off dracula's head i'm glad they didn't go with that they had um they had like no she did she used the the um oh no no <laughs> i'm thinking of of cursed because <laughs> yeah. i just watched her do that i was like <laughs> no she grabbed the fucking shovel and she went like this this, this. <laughs> right yeah. no, no that's christina ricci <laughs> i was like wait i thought she just did that yeah it's true yeah that no I'm, really I'm, true. I'm glad they went this way instead of um the head cutting off thing because that's technically the only way you're supposed to kill vampires is cutting off the head yeah yeah i guess because the shots like don't work not shots, but they weren't like shooting. But I mean, like in general, like guns don't work. Silver supposedly works on werewolves and vampires for some reason. Like silver becomes a thing. There's no garlic in this, though. No, no garlic. <laughs> None of the garlic and all that kind of shit. But yeah, I love that last scene. It's just really cool. Yeah. It's just really it's cool all the way it all ends. It's neat. Um, for quotes, I just kind of have the same... I the crossed oceans one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you believe in destiny? Yeah, I like that. And I wrote like I like when she drinks from uh, when Mina drinks from Dracula, and she's like, "Take me away from all this death." death. <laughs> like, yeah, I like it. I thought it was cool. Yeah, I thought it was. It's it such a good. I mean, amongst everything, like I said, I mean, it's over. It's sexually. It's sexual. It's rapey. It's bloody. It's violent. But it really is a romance story. Yeah, I mean, and he's sinister, but like they don't ever take him that far as like a. I'm gonna kill like, just to kill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like you know he's fucked up and he's got like fucked up shit going on, but like I mean, it it's still like you can tell that it's coming from this different place mm-hmm. that he's like you know really been fucked over and it's kind of like not his fault but yeah i mean he just gets to live in this torment essentially which is like the makeup is insane like just go online and just google like the film stills because it's insane Mm -hmm. like it's really insane just how well done everything is and the costumes and winona looks amazing (laughs) Like all the time, the whole that glass like coffin thing. Oh, that she's so in. Cool. Oh, yeah, I it's. I mean, it's. So, it's Isn't so it weird cool. that I want one? <laughs> I know, right? It is kind of weird, but it's cool though. She also reminds me of uh, like at the death scene when she like comes back and she's the fangs. She reminds me of another um, thing in like Penny Dreadful. There are like these three like nymph kind of like demon things and they're like witches and she kind of reminds me of them too like now i just see so many different things have taken from dracula in general like just the story and the look and everything so yeah it's pretty cool it's it's, it's a great movie if you if anyone who's listening hasn't seen it it's a must oh yeah fucking like go watch okay. it i think it's on pluto right now for free yeah and so, yeah, uh, you can watch Amazon, it. you can rent it for $5.99. On demand, you can rent it for $2.99. But we like to have free things. So, you know. Yeah, free shit. Pluto. If, if you have to buy it, or I mean, rent it, rent it. But yeah. Yeah. If you They're can try right. to find it for free, then then do that. Yeah, because it's great. It's such a fucking great movie. And yeah, this has been so fun. Our next one up is It Follows 
which is going to be coming next Sunday. So, uh, you know, rent it, check it out, make sure you do all that stuff. So you can see it before the episode. Uh, we got Patreon going. We might do some more scaries for Patreon this month. So Please. stay tuned on that. And yeah, I guess it's been fun. It's been real. It's been totally fun. Thank Yay. you. We'll, yeah, no problem. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.